Yo, so what's going on? Your boy is back for uh, back from a, a sabbatical, impromptu, a impromptu sabbatical. I was MIA for a little bit, man. Um, but how y'all doing? I don't know if anybody. I'm also uh, I'm live on Facebook right now. So if you want to get the if you want to get the episode early. Or I guess if you want to get it early, go to Facebook, uh, like the Armand Hawker Project page, and then I'll post. I'll go live on Facebook or Instagram trying to figure out which one I'm going to do. But really, whichever one gets the most hits, it only makes sense to keep doing what is working if, if it's working. And it's not a moral dilemma about if I want to do Facebook Live or just put it out on YouTube. Either way. I don't know. But what's going on, y'all? Um, like I said, I've been gone for a while. I don't know if anybody missed me. A few people did. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I just had some things going on. Where the, you you don't care. Do you care? I don't think you care. Anyway, yeah, I had some stuff going on, so I was trying to figure, figure that out. But yeah, man, episode 53. Episode 53, man. Uh, so what, what's been going on with me? Well, what really has been happening is, uh, my family came out, uh, they came out for about a week, about eight, eight or nine days. And, uh, we went to Santorini for whatever reason, everybody wants to, uh, everybody tells everybody to go to Santorini. Uh, so we went out there for three days. It was nice, real nice. Was nothing like the Rick Ross video, by the way. Absolutely nothing like the Rick Ross video. But it was decent, man. We went out there Friday or third. Uh, went out there Friday, came back uh, came back Sunday. Did some helicopter riding. Got some suntan going on. Ate some nice stuff, man. And we just kind of hung out. Like, uh, it was all, really my wife. She was pushing for it because I'm a homebody, man. I can stay at the house. I can stay at the house all weekend and never do anything. Just look on the internet for stuff. That's it. I can do that. I'm okay with that. I can stay in the house and clean all day. You know what I'm saying? Not really uh, that adventurous when it comes to that thing. But, uh, yeah, man, we went out there, took the kids out there. And for some reason, my daughter, man, people, uh, people are almost, uh, it, this sounds arrogant, but people are, they're always saying she's beautiful and she's pretty and all these things. I don't. Maybe it's because of her, uh, her hair color, skin color. She's got personality on her, man. She's pure comedy. But yeah, man, a lot of that, a lot of uh, compliments. Yeah, man, we went on. What did we do out there? We went on a helicopter ride. That was pretty cool. What else did we do? I don't even remember. I was mostly, so check this out. So whenever things like that happen, whenever I go out on these trips, my wife, she she sets all that stuff up. So I'm just the uh, the facilitator. You know what I mean? I'll uh, fix this over here. I got a lot going on in the, in the, in the background. Uh, yeah, man, I'll just, um, I'll just get people to where they got to be. So yeah, man. Went out there. I think, what did we do? Santorini. 
I don't know. We, we just hung out, man. We had a pool. that We stayed in one of those uh, cave hotels. I guess they're all cave hotels, right? But we stayed in one of those. It was pretty slick. Had a huge just room that was like a shower. It was slick, man. Real slick. Uh, I don't know. I'm a horrible storyteller when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, had the pool and everything. Walked around. So we stayed in, I think, Oi, OIA, Oya, or something like that. And so we went down to where it was more populated, where all the, not the tourists, but it seemed like it was a, uh, like a food, like a street market, a bunch of food, restaurants and stuff. So we went down there, man, grabbed some food. It was I. Right. I'm not a real big food guy. I am a big food guy when it comes to eating. I like eating, but the stuff over there is all right. Uh, beautiful view, man. Beautiful sunset. Uh, that's really it, man. Santorini. I'll think of more stuff from uh, from that place, but I don't think we did that much. And uh, I don't think we did that much over there. That was really it, man. I can't. I think we did the hell because we did the helicopter the first day. I think it was the first day. That's why I remember that. And the rest of the day, man, we just walked around, took a bunch of pictures, dude. Uh, I don't know. Bought a bunch of stuff. <sighs> Found some unicorn balls, whatever that is. So, all right. And so here's the here's the other thing, right? So, Santorini specifically, not so much where I am right now, but Santorini specifically, they I don't want to say they're they're over sexualized, but maybe we're under sexualized. But you'll go to the stores and they'll have keychains that are uh, that are just dicks, wooden penises hanging right next to the sunglasses and i didn't and they have you know the kama sutra books uh kama sutra um playing cards the whole thing and i'm tripping but i ain't tripping because it's it's another country man who am i to say who am i to say is right or wrong or whatever um but yeah so there's a bunch of that stuff out there so i had to really watch where the kids were one of them's one of my kids is 10 the other one's three right so i had to really watch like what they were getting into, and they—I think they were oblivious. I mean, I think that I honestly think they were oblivious to a lot of stuff because they didn't even see that there was a uh, there was a McDonald's like right. We walked past it a bunch of times. They never said anything about it, and I don't know what that was about, but it may have been just a lot happening. But yeah, man, it's a whole bunch of goddamn dicks and, and just a bunch of sexualized stuff. So I was—I just figured, all right, whatever. It's uh, it's Greece, whatever. You know, it's a different country, different culture. So uh, what ended up happening was I found these candies at the at the cash register because in Santorini, you have to, I mean, you don't have to, but it's highly recommended that you, you buy bottled water because the water on the island really isn't uh, isn't drinkable. You can shower in it, you can brush your teeth, but it's not recommended for consumption. Um, so I bought, we went to the store, got some snacks and, you know, some chips and some nonsense to hold us between meals. And we got to cut a case of water and uh and so i was like oh man there's a bunch of candies here i'll grab some of these for the kids or for me whatever I, everywhere i go i try to find something that's very specific to that you know that city or that that country or whatever it is just to try it if it's candy or if it's a, a food or something i'll try it out but if i because i try to find things that you can only find there and nowhere else right um 
So what I did, I, gra- I grabbed a bunch of them, put them on the table, paid for them, got them home. And once we got back to the hotel, we got a lot going on over here. Once we got back to the hotel, um, I kind of really looked at the at the at the wrapper, and the the candy is called unicorn balls, and I just thought it was a play on words. I mean, there's no such things as unicorns, right? But it's like, oh, it's a play on words, whatever. So I look at the package, and this <laughs> it's a, it's a unicorn that. So if, if the picture, if you're looking at the picture, you see the back of the unicorn. You see the unicorn butt, right? And then the the, the, the the unicorn is like is looking back at you. And I didn't really pay that much attention to it. But once I got it home, I looked at it and I saw that it says unicorn balls, right? Unicorn balls on the left or something. And then it's it's a unicorn with these rainbow colored nuts. Just hanging from hanging from its ample horse unicorn ass, and I was just like, I guess that's what I that's what I expect from uh, that's what I expect from Greece. I guess you know what I mean. It was I showed my wife, and she kind of was like, "When'd you buy those?" And it was uh, it was a bit hysterical. None, nonetheless, I didn't let the kids eat them. I was like, "Nah, I'll just keep these to the side. I still have them. I'll put up a." Uh, I'll put up a picture of them on my uh, video I have. I'll put it up on uh, on Instagram. But, yeah, man, there's all these little nuances over here that I don't get where I am now. So in Santorini, it's like that. But where I am now, there's none of that. There's none of that stuff or I haven't um, – I just haven't experienced that, that kind of thing. So, anyway, man, yeah. So we came back. Uh, it's like a two-hour ride, two-hour ferry ride over there. So that was good, man, the kids – Kids enjoyed that. They were, you know, playing on their iPads and getting snacks and all that stuff. But yeah, man, they were out here. My wife enjoyed it. Uh, tried to tried to stack the visit with uh, her birthday. Try to kill two birds with one stone. You know, so I feel like a, a birthday, man. A certain age, birthdays don't really mean anything. You need to you. For a birthday, I feel like, you know, after 30, let's say, you just, what are you doing? You just do something, get something that means more, you know, don't, I mean, a cake is fine or whatever, but you want a cake when you're 50? I guess if you want to, if you want a cake when you're 50, it's because you want a cake. You don't have to wait for your birthday, you know? But something like that, man, a real, uh, a real trip, get out of the country, see some place, get some stamps you never got in your passport before, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's the kind of, um, I guess, gifts that I would. Excuse me. That's the kind of gifts I'd want to give, not just the same old. Here's a necklace and here's a cake. You know, who cares? In my opinion. So yeah, that's what I tried to do, man. My wife enjoyed it. Kids enjoyed it. And then we came back, uh, came back to the main island, and um, just hung out at the beach. Uh. Took them to this, uh, this pizza spot I go to. Pretty nice. It's solid. It was it was so good, right? And I'm a I'm a pizza connoisseur, right? Never been to Chicago or Italy or New York. Well, I have been to New York, but this place was so good. So we get to the place, right? Um, we get to the place, sit down, we get a menu and everything, 
And uh, so we're looking through it. And I'm kind of just talking, telling my wife, like, here's all the foods and pizzas and, and the crepes and uh, whatever they have, desserts and all that stuff, right? So um, she picks this joint. It's a pizza called uh, Mexicana. I've never had it. I usually just go there, give me pepperoni, dude, I'm square. She gets this, she gets this um, Mexicana joint. When I tell you this joint was banging, I'll, I'll, I'll eat pizza every day of the week, right? She picked this out of nowhere. And it was so good when she, because uh, what I usually do, and what I usually do is when we have the kids, um, I'll take care of the kids because she carries a lot of that load herself, right? I'll take care of the kids, you know, cutting up food and, you know, getting them squared up and everything while she can get, you know, two minutes to herself so she can eat and whatever. Dude, she fucking, she ate, she put a slice in her mouth. The first bite immediately looks at me and goes, this is banging. The best, it's the best pizza, man. There's another spot over here. I mean, there's a lot of places here, right? But there's another spot around the corner. Nah, fuck them. This place was amazing, dude. So that was uh, first or second day uh, after we got back. Because it started to rain and everything real bad. I put that on, um... I posted a video of that on uh, on Instagram, too. I mean, it was just, it was so bad. Even I've, I've been here about seven months, I guess, and I was even like, it never rains like this. It rained, uh, I think, about two days. It, it just rained all day, stopped for a few hours, and started back. But um, that day, the first day, I can't remember now, it rained, and we weren't going to go anywhere. That's what it was. We were supposed to go to the water park. No, we were supposed to go downtown. And it was raining. And then um, it kind of stopped. So we went downtown. It got rained on. And we took some pictures. It was We, we made it work. I mean, it was fine. Uh, kids were down there splashing in puddles and just having a, pl- having a ball, man. And then the second day, we were supposed to go to the water park. And we didn't. And uh, we ended up finding a beach, I think, I think that day. You know, watch the sunset and all that kind of stuff, man. But yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. It's pretty fun, man. Anyway, so that's the that's the trip. That's the uh, trip to uh, Greece for the folks. They were out here. They enjoyed it. I like it. I like the fact they came out here, man. Breaking it up. I'm almost out of here. Heading back to. Uh, I think I'm going to head back to Maryland, work there for a little bit, and hopefully be able to um, get this podcast started back up, started back up again, Uh, hopefully get this podcast really going again. It's not impossible to get it going out here, it's just I'm so out of my element, and what I would do um, when I was back in Maryland it's not impossible to do here, but I'm just, I'm not out of the house in that kind of element. So it's just, it's hard. It's more complicated to, uh, more difficult, I guess, to come up with topics and find a, find a lane, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the other thing is I'm just trying to, I'm still trying to figure out what is this thing going to be about? I mean, the Armand Hawker project in itself is, is it, it is the podcast. I'm the podcast. What I, my family's a podcast. The people I encounter, they're all the podcasts. It's all it's all part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like saying the engine. 
well, the engines, the pistons, the spark plugs, the battery. I make well, not the battery, but it's all of these components that create this one thing is the engine. I'm still trying to figure out do I want a racing engine or do I want a cruising engine or whatever the opposite of a racing engine is. I mean, it's it's still it's still up in the air trying to figure this out, but it's part of the process though. It's part of the process to just keep keep chipping away at it and keep going and keep going. And slowly, uh, it's like uh, when you try, when you sharpen a blade, man, you just keep going and keep going. And, and so often you check it and make, see how it is, see how it cuts, and eventually get it to the point, no pun intended, eventually get it to the point where it's, um, you get it to the point where it's cutting and you're fine. And you don't need to do anything else for a while, right? And hopefully I don't. I don't uh I never have to do some craziness to you know to get activity up on my uh uh on my podcast, man. Hopefully you guys like it. A lot of folks were actually uh reaching out, man, which is good because like I've uh, I've said, you know, you shouldn't talk yourself out of uh out of success or don't talk yourself out of your own success. It's it's a real thing, but it's also easy if it's all up to you and you push it to the side, and just go, ah, I'll get to it. Eventually I'll get to it. Turns into two months. You know, I think it's been two months. It, it just turns into two months. And before you know it, you go, fuck, man, I haven't done anything with that thing in so long. But that's why it's good to have people, you know, asking and reaching out and everything, man. Speaking of reaching out, I've talked about them before on this podcast, but, um, uh, There's a, another podcast I listen to, The Rail World. He sent a shout out to me. But it's like, so he, I, I told the story before. And I'm not going to repeat the story, but I, I guess I am. But uh, I reached out to him. I found him, right? Found his podcast. Listened to a few episodes. And I liked it. I was like, all right, you know, it's, it's good. And then I heard him on a couple episodes reaching out. Not reaching out, but he was just kind of... Uh, he was debating whether to, I can't remember. It was, he was debating whether to keep doing the pod, uh, something like, uh, not to keep doing the podcast. It was, he was reaching out, trying to see, he was trying to see, should he listen to people? Oh, it was the, it was his disappointment in people not supporting him. And, uh, I understand that for, I understand that completely. Right. But I heard him talk about that, and he had a, I forget his guest, right? He had somebody on there, and they were kind of talking. He may have been, may have been a couple episodes. But heard about heard that episode, reached out to him, and just basically told him the same thing I tell myself. It's just like you can't – it's great when somebody um, supports you however they support you. If it's them saying, you know, I listen to the podcast and I like it, or – I didn't like this part. Maybe you should try that. I mean, that's even support because it's some constructive criticism, right? Um, and when people uh, share your stuff on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or uh, whatever platform you're using, like that's support. But I think he was getting more into people saying they're going to do something and then not doing it, you know, and I understand that. To me, I ah, just you count those people out anyway. I don't I only I try to boil it down to listening to actions. But anyway, that's how I reached out to the guys. I said, hey man, you know, basically fuck them. Just keep putting your episodes out. 
you know, guest or not, just keep cranking them out, you know, have them make sense. And then he did the same thing that I, I he did the same thing that I did, or I've done the same thing that he's done, where he's, he's week for week, boom, boom, boom. And then it's like two weeks, three weeks before episode comes out. And I think a lot of it with, uh, with me anyway, is just finding topics, finding that rhythm, finding a time to really uh, figure out when you're going to record, what you're going to record about, what you're going to upload, or when you're going to upload, all that kind of stuff, man. And for me, it's uh, and for me, it's um, most of it is just my work schedule. So I have to rec- I have to record whatever on an off day and then upload on a work day, which I rather just upload when I don't have to be at work. So I have the whole day to really push it out. What the fuck? We had a whole day to push it out and push the social media and share it and you know, you know, get people to uh, not get people, but push it, push it out so people that uh, push it out so people can uh, share it. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I mean. That's the support that he was talking about. You know what I mean? It's nothing. I look at him and I go, well, look, I'll just. I mean, and I listen to his episodes. Goodness gracious. I listen to his episodes, right? So I'm like, well, fuck, man. If I go to his page, if I go to his Facebook page or his uh, Instagram Instagram account, he's at uh, The Rail World. Yeah, The Rail World Instagram, by the way. If I go to his account, man, I like his shit. I'll re- reply. I'll comment, man. What do I give a shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the support. And it's just that simple for me to share it. So then my, you know, whatever, uh, 200 people on Instagram, whatever it is, have a chance to see his stuff. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I talked to him, man. He gave me a shout-out. We've kind of been going back and forth. He gave me a shout-out. So, hopefully, when I get when I get back, when I get back to Maryland, man, we can – hopefully, when I get back to Maryland, we can hook up, man. I'll do an episode of his podcast. We just hang out. Shit. You know what I mean? Because I look at it as it's not about doing each other's episodes. It's about just getting in that circle of people that are doing what you're doing. And then you learn from each other or, you know, you figure out, damn, I was doing I was, I've been going about this the whole the entire the, the wrong way completely. It's been working. But the way you're doing it, it makes so much more sense, you know. So that was cool, man. Yeah, he hit me up on Twitter. Uh, he hit me up on Twitter, man. So we've been talking. Like I said, hopefully when I get back, uh, hopefully when I get back, we'll do a episode or something or hang out. Uh because I think, I think we all we live in the same area. But regardless, man, I'm all about driving to uh, wherever to uh, to collab with people or whatever, man. I think it'd be good for the fucking show, for sure. Oh, anyway, man. So I woke up this morning, down Mac Miller. So check this out. So Mac Miller died from an overdose. Right? Sad news. And I just tweeted about this because uh, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds just died. So I think it's Aretha Franklin, Burt Reynolds. And then, I mean, a lot of other people have died in the past few days, right? But Aretha Franklin, Burt Reynolds, and Mac Miller. So I heard, I, just, I heard he died from overdose, right? Well, I heard, I read that he died from an overdose. Uh, I read that in the New York Times, right? So I... I I understand. Let me get up on this mic, bro. 
I understand the um I completely understand I think I think I do. Well, I understand addiction. I think I understand addiction. I now understand substance abuse. Um but I understand addiction. But the part that I don't understand is in the article, this was in the New York Times. If you go to my Twitter uh at Armand Hawker uh has an AHP logo on there so you'll find it. What I realized was when I read this it said that he his struggle with addiction or whatever finally overcame him or whatever you know however it's fucking written right but what i'm tripping on is if you know because i'm not addicted to gambling right however if there's a casino 17 minutes from me i'm gonna figure a way out to always be there but what happened with me in the casino i have a I have a disposable income right some nice monies uh, but what I realized was, wow, I'm going to these casinos a lot. And I'm, I'm definitely losing more than I'm winning. But uh, I like the rush. I, you know, uh, I like the chance of me winning. And when I do win big, it's great. But I'm losing more than winning. But my point with that is once I realized that it was a problem, I stopped going. I just went, this is, this is it's fun. But it's, it's not fun enough for me to basically give that money away. Right, so what I what I'm what I don't understand, and then what I ended up doing was I, I recognized that, drew back, and then occupied my time with other things, family, uh, different hobbies, whatever, whatever it was, work, you know, whatever. So what I don't understand is this guy is um. So this guy is was addicted, right? So I'm thinking. I don't know how much money this guy had. He's he's put out, you know, five or six rappers, five or six rappers, five or six albums, right? So I assume he's got some sort of some sort of income, some revenue. But I'm thinking, damn man, where were um where were all of his 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 family and friends, or where was he? Because he's not he wasn't a kid, right? I'm thinking if he knew he was addicted to these drugs or whatever it was. Why wouldn't he just stop? I know it's a simplistic answer. It's a very simplistic answer. And I uh, I didn't know the guy. I mean, he's, he's dead. Okay, it doesn't change. I mean, the only reason it would change anything is I wouldn't be talking about him right now. But I look at him and I go, damn, man, you had you had uh, quite a few things going for you as far as I knew. I really don't. I never really listened to him. I heard about him, but I never thought he was anything special. He's just he's a rapper. He was he had a following, and that's fine. But um, I just I, when I read that, I just thought, why didn't you just stop, man? You know, if you recognize that you have a problem, you're going to rehab or whatever, whatever the acknowledgement of him having an addiction problem, a drug problem, why didn't you just stop? Because I've and a lot of it does have to do with willpower and, and what you're willing to sacrifice and give up um, to be sober. And I know about it. My, um, I know, let's see, I know about addiction from my, my gambling once, right? But I'm not, I'm not, you know, Charles Barkley blowing hundreds of millions or whatever the heck he blew on that. Uh, but, you know, my mother, she was addicted to alcohol. Right. But I also think maybe my mother and Mac Miller were kind of in the same lane where it went, where it came to, uh, when it came to 
doing the things that doing the things when they were growing up doing the things that actually what do you call it help them identify with being in that age group or that for mac miller that community you're a famous you're a rapper you got to do drugs you know, my mother was uh you know young she's 21 so she started drinking so I, I understand that but i also look at it and go well you should be able to recognize that man this is coming from a guy who's never had a drug problem never had a liquor problem never uh i wasn't any sort of uh abusive so i have to have a, a low self-esteem uh uh, girlfriend or I have to be the alpha male in the, in the group. I'm not addicted to anything, I don't think. Surely not addicted to podcasts because I haven't uploaded one in forever. But I look at those guys, like even my mother, every day, every time I would go home, I was just go, damn, it was like, what? what is it that makes you not? Because I, I think they all want to quit. But what is it that's not letting you quit? And what I think it is, is there's a lack of other things to occupy that time because they Every, every, uh, uh, every addict that is so hooked that it's detrimental to their life, they're going to rehab, they're losing friends, uh, they're losing a bunch of weight, you know, just, they're, just all of that stuff, man. I look at that and I go, okay, that is, that's, you, you've identified it as a problem. So now why don't you... Do something about it. And just in my mind, I just go, why don't, you, why don't you quit, man? You know? Liquor, yeah, you may be able to get through and not drink as much. But you can, it's not, when it comes to um, comes to drugs, man, that's just, that's such a, it's such a definitive thing. It's such a detrimental thing. I mean, you never really, I mean, there's functional heroin addicts, but it can spin out of control so fast, man. So, uh if you uh, if you go to my uh, Twitter account, you'll see, man, because I just put something on there about and jokingly but serious also, and it, it's it's a it's old. Uh, people only care about people after they're dead. After they're dead, all of the RIPs, all of the I miss yous, all of the uh, wish you were here, and, and and even the people that know these folks, they're all of those people are saying to themselves, "I wish I would have." gone to their house that day or I wish I would have tried to do something earlier. I wish I would have kept doing what I was doing. It's all fucking nonsense, man. After the person's dead, stop hashtagging them RIP. Stop missing you and all. Shut the fuck up, man. That person made a choice and let's live with it. You know, you have to live with the choice that you made to not definitively go help those people. You know? It was just, it, it, when, it, when I heard it, when it was, it was Burt Reynolds that did it. I heard all these people talking about R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. R.I.P. 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 He was 85, too. So not that it was time for him to go, but for him to pass away at 85, you kind of go, ah, he had a good run, you know? But that Mac Miller thing, dude was a kid, man. 20, shit, even 30. I guess he's really, really still a kid, right? But, yeah, man, he – it just – I wonder about addiction and how – why people don't – or why people can't just not do it. You know, even if you fail seven times, you know, you'll you'll succeed on the eighth time. It's like people that uh I guess that want to lose weight. Not in the people that, that are fat and want to lose weight, you know, uh what is that? BMI at thirty or forty or whatever, or they're, you know, 
70, 100 pounds overweight, all that stuff. Like, they need to lose weight. Now they can't figure it out. Just keep trying. Keep going for it. Keep trying this path. And if that fails, okay, well, that didn't work. Try this other one. That fa- it started to work, but then you fell off. So you failed yourself. Let's get back on that. You know, whatever it is. It's just sad, man. I see that dude gone. But whatever. I mean, I'm not sad. Somebody's sad. I'm not. I don't give a shit. He's a topic for the podcast. I'm sorry to be inconsiderate like that, but, you know, sorry. But, yeah, man, I woke up to that, and that was uh, that was crazy. Um, What else is going on? Mark, Mark Miller. Mac, I do know a Mark Miller. MGK and Eminem? Yo! Yo! If I can say one, and I said this oh, across, it was Facebook wide and a little bit of Instagram. I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it. Eminem, Eminem is nice. Don't get me wrong. Marshall Mathers LP and uh, whatever else he's done. He's done a lot of songs. He's he's nice. He's nasty. Uh the first I heard Drake, Drake, I heard Eminem for the first time in a long time when I heard uh, Drake. Um, damn, man. It was Drake. Drake, Eminem, Eminem, Kanye West Forever. When I heard, uh, I think it was that song. When I heard that song, I heard Eminem on there. I went, okay, that's the Eminem I know. Eminem is nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. So when I heard Eminem on that song, mm, name basis. Mo class. Find me, Nemo. Anyway, uh, when I heard that Eminem, when I heard the Eminem on that song, that was the first time I've heard him in a long time. And I went, oh, shit, man. M, M is nice. I'll give him all the credit. I'll give him, I'll give Eminem all of the white boy rapper credit. He gets it all. You know, Vanilla, don't get me wrong. Vanilla Ice broke the ice as far as a white rapper. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Probably the first nationwide white rapper that got accepted by the black folks as a rap as a credible rapper. He only had that one big hit, but Vanilla Ice broke the ice, right? Um, but Eminem, he Emin, this is what Eminem, Eminem, he took it and he, so if, if I can't think of this boy's name, if Vanilla Ice got got credit man i don't have to burp when i'm on fucking podcast man so eminem vanilla ice got credit he was in there ice ice baby nasty queen sample you know he's did it right he's in there he's got motherfuckers at the sock hop dancing all right stop collaborate and listen right but what eminem did eminem i feel like he actually molded a style he took he took the typical white boy the 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 the, the voice the uh the topics uh, what did he say uh something about uh hi kids do you like primus 
uh, do you want me to stick nine inch nails through each one of your eyelids? Like that's some very white cultured shit. Those are groups that you know, black folks listen to, right? Back then, at least publicly, right? So what I think M did, he actually took it and um, and molded it and became a, a, a lyricist and was able to be the the perfect balance of aggressive, uh, aggressive punchline uh, lyricist. Like he had this nice balance where he may have been a little crazy talking about killing his mom and all this kind of stuff, but he was nice with it, right? So M. M is nice. Uh, I don't know the whole background between Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem, but I think what ha- what I heard what happens. I ain't read sh- Mr. Zero research. I ain't read shit. But what I heard was Machine Gun Kelly tweeted something about Eminem's daughter. Eminem, a few years later, raps about that topic in some song, and says don't mention my daughter's name and drops his uh machine gun kelly's name i think he says kelly or something right all right when i say when i say um when i say machine gun kelly this is i don't even fuck with machine gun kelly i'm from ohio i'm from cincinnati i don't even fuck with machine gun kelly he's from cleveland right Home of Bone Thugs and Harmony, home of Left Six Soldiers. Like he is, I should support him. Everything about that rapper, I should support. His tongue twisting styles and, and all that, right? But I don't fuck with Machine Gun Kelly. I thought there was too much of this, right? I thought there was too much of this. And after, um, after hearing all this stuff, after hearing Machine Gun Kelly and people talk about him, I was just like, ah, he's cool, but I don't care for him. This song that he did in Machine Gun Kelly, uh, Rap Devil is the track, right? This song, he, what, what Machine Gun Kelly did, he went, it's 2018, he dug deep into the 1990s for this diss. Like he, he, when I heard it, I went, oh, he's emulating He's emulating somebody from the 90s. Maybe early 2000s, but definitely 96, 97. Like he's, he's going back to Dre Day, Snoop Dogg, Dissing Easy, uh, No Vaseline, Ice Cube. Like He's going back. Benedict Arnold, talk, uh, NWA talking about Ice Cube. Like he is going back to that part, that part of rap. And when I heard, when he, when I heard that, I went, Oh, he's going deeper than just going, ah, you're a bitch. Fuck you, white rapper, whatever. Fucking Machine Gun Kelly. He fucking did this. Dude's eating oatmeal in the video. Skinny as shit eating oatmeal, man. Six years and a surprise album just coming at this. <laughs> Homie, we did it. 
Even I'll size up your body and put some white chalk around it, right? All right, now let's let's back up. All right, um, he is what machine gun machine gun. Uh, what machine gun Kelly is doing, man. I feel like he he literally he went deep deep and he's rapping about the MC, right? And I feel like Eminem's gonna have to go deep. He's gonna have to go deeper than Machine Gun Kelly. Hand, he says, "Hand me some Clippers." The beard is weird, like that. That's stuff that makes you go. He just went straight after his that because that was Eminem's new look. M went from uh. M went from babyface I'm sorry I'm reading shit. M went from babyface to um to uh this beard and he kind of when like I said when he came back he was this old man, right? Beard and shit. Just a different look. We're not used to seeing Eminem like that. So when Machine Gun Kelly came back, I went and this came out of nowhere. I'm sitting on Instagram just, you know, whatever. Just looking, and Machine Gun Kelly pops up. I know who the guy is. You know, I remember. I remember him coming out, but he came after Eminem, and it was nasty, nasty. I've heard better disses. Don't don't get don't get it twisted. Don't get me wrong. I've heard way better diss tracks, but this is. It was. A, oh, I gotta find. I think it was Kendrick Lamar. Oh shit! Almost knocked over my joint. I think it was Kendrick. Is it Kendrick Lamar? This is all rappers. I forget the name of Trap. But Kendrick, so Control, that was a song. Kendrick Lamar. So alright, so Eminem. Eminem's nice. Don't get it, don't get me wrong. Eminem's nice. Machine Gun Kelly came at this dude head on. 999 went after this dude, right? Called him out took you six years to 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 reply or whatever the fuck you said right nasty this to me is honing the the it's honing the art of hip-hop it's owning the it's honing the essence of being able to control the the microphone control the crowd it is saying who's lyrical now i'm not saying you have to go after every MC, this isn't a battle rap contest, right? Battle rap's a bunch of punchlines, and battle rap is more punchline based. You know, uh, people used to all, people used to always say in the in the battle rap, some trying to stack paper like Pringles or st- trying to stack chips like Pringles. That was always it's, it got old real fast. But what he is doing, what Machine Gun Kelly is doing, is hopefully teaching these guys, teaching these rappers that are out now. Oh, that's what it's about. Don't get me wrong. It's about moving the party. You know, it's it's Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, jump on it. Like it's it's all of that, right? It's that. It's saying you're the you're the toughest guy in your city, and it's all of that. But all of that 
is encompassed with being able to to move the crowd, being able to captivate that on being the best MC. Who is going to not not lyrically, I'm not talking Keith Murray, but who's able to he he embodied hip hop. I'm gonna get on this mic. You said one thing about me? I got you. Don't even worry about it. I got you, fam. I got you. And Machine Gun Kelly turned around and made a classic, classic uh mid 90s reply track you know what i'm saying and i don't know i don't know what uh eminem's gonna do because that's what i was talking about with uh kendrick lamar with control it was the same thing nobody in rap did what kendrick lamar did for control with control uh, he really, Kendrick Lamar said, basically said, I'm the best MC. What the fuck y'all got, right? And I, I'm, I don't rap anymore, right? But I have to respect that. That's what, you know, being an MC and the king of New York and, you know, West Coast, like that's what that whole thing was about is who is the, who is running shit, right? Who is the best MC? Because after Kendrick Lamar dropped that album, then all of a sudden all of these people all these rappers want to get hurt and want to talk about, you know, I can't believe you would come at us like that. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. That's what you're supposed to do. Every track is your argument to say you're the best MC. You're the best. Uh, you're the best rapper. You're the best hip hop artist. That's what it's about. And if you ever notice, you'll get guys like. Um, Styles P or Nas, uh, Common had a good run. Um, trying to think of guys, uh, what's the what's the boys? Notorious Big. Like, there's all these people, all these rappers and rap groups that were just commanding. Just I'm, this is mine. I'm running the airwaves. I'm running hip hop for these next two years, and they did it. You know what I mean? Those, not to say that a group like the Loonies, I got five on it, not to say that they, that party hit wasn't respected. I mean, it, it was a hot track. And it talked about what was going on in California, in the Bay Area. I get that. But even with that, I think you have, you have to pick your lane. You know what I'm saying? Because my argument was this with, uh, <clears throat> I talked to a guy at work. He said, we brought a machine gun, Kelly and Eminem. And then one guy said Eminem was nice, right? He was the best rapper and all this stuff, right? And when he said that, I immediately went to rock him, Mahogany. And I was just like, Mahogany over me? You're going crazy? She rubbed me on my body, called me Mr. Sexy? Like It was the manipulation of those, those the words over the Al Green sample that made me... Th and this was, uh, this was probably late 90s when I ran across that album. Uh, I knew about Air B Rockin' from my brother, right? But I started listening to Mahogany and Microphone Fiend. I was just like, this dude is nasty. It was the manipulation of the words and the uh, the syllables and the, uh, the, the not what, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's basically the mispronunciation of a word to help it rhyme with the next word. You know what I mean? And that's even 
when I heard that when he said Eminem is the best, I was like, no, 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 no. Immediately I went rock him. Rock him is nasty. And then when Rock him came out with uh Oh shit. Thinking of a master plan. Oh, what the fuck is that? Rock him and uh Oh, what's the name of the girl, man? So seductive. Truth hurts. When Rakim came back, whenever whenever that song came out, I was like, "This dude still has it." But when when the kid said that, said that Eminem was the best, I went, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, this is it. When Eminem came out with that, or when that kid said. My man's at. When it, when uh when this kid said when this kid said that Eminem was the best, I went easy. I challenged him, Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand, hands down, has to be. And it's it's it's, it's all opinionated, right? There's no real facts. There's no real. You know, he said 17 words in a second. There's no, there's nothing to really to scale it on, right? You can't, you can't measure it, right? I said Andre 3000 from Outcast. Andre 3000 from Outcast has to get mentioned on this list. There be, and my argument was this: there's not a verse, and I tried to find one. There's not a verse, and as a matter of fact, I'll do the homework tonight. There's not a verse that Andre 3000. Wasn't spitting knowledge on. He wasn't pushing. He wasn't. There's not a song where he wasn't talking about something. Where he was. He he didn't have the the cadence and the rhythm. He's gone on songs. He's gone on songs that had nothing to do with what he's talking about, and he's taken his ten thousand uh, dollar payment for the verse. And drop jewels. That was to me, Andre three. I, that was my argument. I said Eminem's cool. Yeah, he's cool. He may have sold a bunch of records too. That's cool. But Eminem had an angle. He was white rapper, Dr. Dre backed, uh, in the in the uh, in the push of Fifty Cent and like this whole G unit. Like he was, and he had D twelve. Like he had this big push. But I'm thinking about like Andre three thousand, man. Andre 3000 is nice. That was my argument. He had the track Walk It Out. He says, uh, walk it out like a usher. If you say real talk, I probably don't trust you. He said, even Jesus had 12 disciples on that level, trigger, whatever. Andre is the nastiest dude. I wish he he's up there to me with Lauren Hill, where I go, I wish they were still putting out albums. I wish they were put, still putting out songs. Because when they did it, they were doing it. They were just anyway. Yeah, it's Machine Gun Kelly. I want I want to hear what Eminem's gonna talk about. That's the thing. Best rapper, it's very difficult to say. Right? It is. It just is. <sighs> Man. I'm about to go listen to nothing but Outcast for the next six hours. All right, man. Old news, but I had a question of the week. 
question of the week was who is the better actor? That's how it shift gears around here. Uh, who's the better actor, Denzel Washington or Tom Hanks? Now, again, this was a this is a work talk. This is a work debate. Who's the better actor, Denzel Washington or Tom Hanks? I put a poll on the uh, I put a poll on Facebook and uh, Facebook, Twitter, and I think Instagram, Instagram too, right? I'm just trying to see well who 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 do we think is the better actor? So the spoiler alert is Tom Hanks won that poll, but I don't, I don't think he should. <laughs> I don't think he should have won, right? But here's my argument. The, okay, the argument against me. I say Denzel Washington is the better actor, and I say that because Denzel Washington, maybe because of the characters he picks, and maybe because he's black. I don't know. But I feel like they're more believable than Tom Hanks' uh, characters. Now, don't give me because it got into it, then it got into uh, well, Denzel always picks the same kind of roles. I say, so what? If he picks the same types of roles, they should bleed over into one another. But they don't. They said uh, Denzel picks the angry black man or the the crooked cop or like but i'm looking at it going no 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 no. when he played in uh fallen he killed that role glory he killed that role uh what's man on fire man on fire tom hanks could not play man on fire he couldn't play creasy even though a white dude did play creasy creasy bear in an older version tom hanks couldn't play creasy man so that was the argument. Like, oh, Denzel picks the same old roles, blah, 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 blah. So then it got to, well, Tom Hanks picks all these roles that you can't really, they're, Tom Hanks's movie picks, his, 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 uh, his, his characters, the, I'll put it this way, Tom Hanks has not had a dominating or a standout role to me. Forrest Gump was very good. Uh, even in the '80s, when he uh, was, uh, he played in Big. Played on the on, he was on the on the on the piano with Robert Loja, you know what I'm saying? Chopsticks doing it. Um, what's the other one he had when he was uh, stranded on the island? I can't think of the actual movie. What movie was he stranded on the island with? Dan Wilson, Castaway. Castaway was good, right? But I'm thinking he's Tom Hanks has never convinced me that he was any of those characters. He to me, I see Tom Hanks playing a character. I don't see the character. I don't see that guy. You know what I mean? And I think for me that was the argument. Like Tom Hanks is good. So then we, we went back and forth and people were like, yeah, Tom Hanks because he's more versatile. Tom Hanks because he can play all these characters. Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, but Denzel is solid. Denzel, if, if there's a, and this is how I really put it down. I said, all right, well, let's, let's clear the air. I said, if, if it's Friday night, you go to the movies. Tom Hanks has a movie coming out. Denzel Washington has a movie coming out. You will see both movies. Which 
movie are you going to see first? Which movie are you spending your seventeen fifty on for an hour and a half of theatrical movie? Which one? Which person are you going to see? That's that's what I think what the, what it comes down to is who are you going to spend your seventeen fifty on first? Because the other topic that came up was um uh damn what was it? Tom Hanks plays versatile characters. Uh, what's his name? Denzel Washington plays the same guy. I said, well, all right. Well, what about what about when they were both pilots? Sully and uh, Flight? Denzel Washington played a, a has-been, deadbeat father, drunk pilot that held it together enough to f- take that plane, push through the clouds, and he's talking to your boy. Everybody's going to push through. You see that opening right there? You see that small clearing? That's open air. We're going to get that. He pushed through it, got through the storm, and then when your boy's about to crash, my man's like, yo, dump the fuel, hit the flaps. We're going to invert it. And he talks to the stewardess? He talks to the stewardess. He says, whatever her name is, Shannon or whatever. He says, Shannon. He says, Shannon. Uh, he says, Shannon. What's your son's name? She says, Trevor. He says, Shannon, tell Trevor you love him. And she kind of looks at him and he goes, the black box, tell Trevor you love him. Then that motherfucking Denzel inverted that bitch. And he's fucking pumping the joint. And he's, I think we got it. I think we got All I'm saying is Tom Hanks can't do that. Tom Hanks is a fucking square, man. Ain't no way Tom Hanks is a better actor than Denzel. John Q? (laughs) John Q, when man's in the hospital, and he says, Doc, you telling me if I kill myself right now, you're not going to take my heart out of me and put it in my son. And he puts the gun in his mouth, and the doctor walks up to him, he turns it? That's Denzel. You can't tell me Tom Hanks is a better uh, actor than Denzel. Denzel's killing it. There's no way I'm spending all my 1750 on uh, uh, Denzel Washington, all of it. And then I catch, I catch uh, the hell's calling me. Then I catch uh, Tom Hanks. I catch Tom Hanks later. Hey, these people calling me while I'm trying to do a podcast. God damn it! They uh, <laughs> said facts. Hey. It ain't no way Tom Hanks. I think people are brainwashed, man. They go, oh, I, this is what I really think. This is what I really think. And this is nothing against America and all that. I think they think because he's a white dude, he's a better actor. He's not, man. It's like Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's a sleeper. When he was in uh, 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 Rosewood, that dude that killed his mama on the porch, and then he in the casket with her, and uh, gets trailed out, gets up with a shotgun and shoots him. Bruh, Don Cheadle's another one. He ain't better than Denzel. But Don Cheadle's another dude. He's a sleeper. But Denzel Washington, I don't care what the polls said. I'll repost it on, on, on uh, uh, Facebook. I'll repost it. Don, uh, Denzel Washington is not a better fucking actor, man. Ro- they don't know about Rosewood. Rosewood? Well, my man Ving Rains wasn't that bitch, the only black dude with $45 or something. And my man says, uh, he counts out they doing the, the bids. What was it, the auction? 
And my man's like, $45. He pulls the toothpick out of his mouth. The fucking root joint. He was chewing on like he from New York. The joint. And they was just like, yo, who is this nigga? For real, back then. Who is this nigga? $45 fucking dollars. Rosewood was, Rosewood sleep room. I still got the DVD that you put in, right? And it says flip the DVD. I still got that and I still flip it and I still hit play. I put it right there on my Xbox One. Rosewood, truth based on true story. Killer. My, back to Denzel. I don't care what y'all. I don't care what y'all say. Denzel's a better actor than Tom Hanks, man. Hands down. Denzel's a better actor than Tom Hanks, and uh, Machine Gun Kelly did a better diss. He 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 channeled mid '90s and just went after Eminem, and he may have gotten him. I'm waiting for Eminem to come back, but it's gonna be hard. Machine Gun Kelly went after that boy's beard. Eminem's 45. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the fucking chew stick shit. He put them over $45. Ving Rhames. When they hung Ving Rhames and he called for his fucking Nelly, the horse, he came up. He did that joint and fell down and cut. Look, bro. I got movies for day. I should have done a movie review podcast only on movies 10 years ago. So every year a new batch of movies comes into my list. But yeah, man. Anyway. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to talk to your ear off for, shit, probably an hour, whatever it was. Thank you to the two people that was on Facebook with me. Uh, and thank y'all for listening. Make sure you go to the Rival Collection. Use the code AHP to get 20% off the checkout. That's TheRivalCollection.com. Check those guys out on Instagram. They're always doing giveaways. They're, uh, they always do. They, they give back to the people, man. They got the, the hooded sweatshirts, the... The sleeveless joints, it's uh, all the fitness stuff y'all want. You got the water bottles, the hats, the shades, the whole thing. Check those guys out. TheRivalCollection.com. That's TheRivalCollection.com. Use the code AHP20 at checkout for 20% off. All right, I'm signing off. I love y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I'm going to holler at y'all. Bruh, Denzel, way better actor. That's all I'm saying.